Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au It's brilliant to be with you, Kevin. I don't think that's going to be a hit. I'll go out on a limb here and say that probably is not going to make it into any charts, whatever the, whatever charts they have these days. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and me. Always mixing it Kevin up. Kevin Hillier. Yes. Lovely to be here. Always keeping it interesting. Adam DeSilva is ah, our guest's yes. name. He's a ripper too. He is a terrific chef. He is going to be talking all things uh, Indian cuisine. Melbourne restaurateur and uh, soon to become even more on our television uh, with a show that he's doing on SBS, which uh, starts on Thursday the 23rd. It is called India Unplated. Yeah, a lot of misconceptions when it comes to Indian cuisine, isn't there? One of them being that it's, you know, full on spicy hot, but spicy doesn't have to mean hot. So Adam's going to, you know, walk us through, as people like to say, isn't that the catchphrase? Now, walk us through. Oh, yeah. You know, the delight of Indian cuisine and how easy it is to uh, knock something good together at home. And the other, the <laughs> other, the other phrase that people use a lot these days is unpack. Oh, Let's just so you know what we're going to do now? We're going to grab the starter kit from Cheese Links. We're going to unpack for that. How you make cheese, and we're going to unpack it right in front of your very ears. But Kevin, can you walk me through it first? I'll walk you through it, then I'll unpack it, <laughs> and then uh, then we'll re- give re- look. <laughs> Damn all that. Let's just ring Janet. 52821984. That is the number to call. Ring Janet. Uh, Christmas is not that far away. Thinking about gift vouchers, thinking about presents with a difference. Yep. Have go. a look at the website. Check out all the equipment that's available yep. and uh, get in, stuck into it. Get yourself some uh, equipment ordered and you can start your cheese making adventure at home in your very own kitchen. Absolutely. And it's not like a, uh, you know, a 3D science experiment. No. It's very simple. It is really so simple. And uh, you'll well, you love can doing start it. A, as simple as you like and yeah. work your way up. Yep. Five two eight two one nine eight four. If I can do it and Sarah can do it, I'm telling you, it is uh, it is one oh one. I don't know how much of it you did, but however. Five two eight two one nine eight four. I'm very hurt. <laughs> Cheeselinks.com.au. That is the uh, the website. All the uh, regular social oh, media Janet. platforms. All right, let's get to our guest. We've got a very controversial Friday mm. food poll to talk about. <laughs> We're taking the asparagus, um, <laughs> but first we are talking to a man who's going to be on our tellies very soon in a brand new show called India Unplated. I guess this week, Adam DeSilva. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au how are you? Good. Good thank you. Another yeah. day, well, another week in lockdown. But yeah, yeah. But it, all, it all feels it all feels the same. <laughs> I guess the uh, the um, the exciting part for you is you've got a new television show to talk about, which is uh, which is something new out of the uh, same old, same old, same old uh, sort of carousel that we've been on for ages. Yeah, correct. Same, same, but different. India unplated. Yeah, premiering soon on uh, SBS. Give us a breakdown on India Unplated. Um, well, there's obviously um, – I've got two other co-hosts. There's um, Hallie Rashura and uh, Sandeep Pant. So um, we've – and obviously me, when we're there, when, I guess the, dif- the difference or I guess the uh, interesting part of it is that they're uh, – I say that, you know, they migrated from India, so they're born and bred in India where I'm a, you know, Aussie-born Indian-Italian so we're all bringing our own styles and flavors to the show, and the show is all about going to different regions throughout India and 
cooking some traditional dishes or, or traditional dishes with um, a modern take on them as I would. Yeah, because Indian cuisine, what can you say? It, it's rich, it, it's fragrant, it's, it's pure comfort food, isn't it? And it comes in many forms. And as you said, you're going to be putting a modern twist on some Indian favourites. Uh, yeah, well, I, I kind of do what, my, what I kind of do at Tonka. Um, so, you know, my interpretation, because as I say, I'm not a you know, traditional, traditional Indian chef. A bit more of a modern, um, well, I say modern in the sense that I trick it up, but I think I just use the great, great. I've always used the great Australian produce that's around, and um, use the Indian flavours that have ex- always existed. Adam, uh, obviously your your background is, uh, as you mentioned, Indian Italian, but you grew up mostly uh, eating Italian food as a kid, didn't you? Yes, I did. So my mother being Italian, my dad actually Anglo-Indian, so he's from Madras. So, but there was always a bowl of curry and a and a pasta on the table every night of the week. Because my dad would um only really eat pasta on the on the on the weekends, so I just thought that was kind of normal growing okay. up that every, that every family had this, you know, going to school with uh you know the salami or the cotoletta in the <laughs> in the sandwiches and stuff like that. So I guess you know like the wog boy, but um <laughs> yeah, um that was that was just quite I thought it was quite the norm, but um obviously wasn't, and that's why now I guess I cook professionally Asian food and then. At home, I could like to cook Italian food because like, my kids like to eat um, Italian. And uh, you're some of your fondest memories growing up, uh, watching your nonna make gnocchi. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, she was on, kind of first taught me how to cook, and then my Zia, Vanessa. But yeah, I was always she looked after. So we always we would always be turning the pasta wheel when we were like you know from from three years old to helping make gnocchi to um, you know picking all the vegetables and fruit from the garden. So this is kind of um, typical how you would grow up on a on a mini farm, I would say, because yeah. she had everything in the backyard and front yard. <laughs> yeah. okay. When did when did the bug bite you that the kitchen might be somewhere where you can actually you know make your living and express yourself as a as a, a human being? When did that sort of start? Oh, I reckon I must have been around. I feel it's maybe around seven, mm-hmm. and because I, I also grew up in a butcher shop. My dad was a butcher. There's always around, always around food. So I kind of just, uh, I just love cooking because I was home a lot. I used to just, you know, start experimenting and cooking and um, started cooking for the family. And then I kind of just loved it. I never really thought what it would be like to be uh, like a professional chef in it. That was a bit of a um, realisation when I started my apprenticeship that, you know, the hard slog of it back 26 years ago, I started started cooking and that's when, you know, everyone was doing 70 hours a week, getting Mm -hmm. paid nothing and uh, it was just a grind. Yeah. yeah, I still loved it. But I mean, television shows such as uh, MasterChef and so forth give us a bit of an insight to what it's like to work in a commercial kitchen. And it's uh, look, it looks like pretty hard yakka. Does it ever feel more like hard work than uh, than, or, or is it a labour of love? Uh, of course, it's a labour of love. You need to um, you need to love it to to want to do it. As I say to people, like it's great. You can be a you can be a, the best home cook and love love cooking at home and doing it for the family or for friends, but in the, in the, in the real professional world, it's a totally different kettle of fish, you know, because this can be relentless. It's um, high pressure, high stress, and um, it's, it's, it's just taxing. It can be taxing on your body where, you know, cooking, I, I love cooking at home also for family and friends, but they're two, two different things, mm-hmm. I always always think. So um, that's why I say to people, you know, unless you really, really love it, and you've got to be passionate about it. But like anything, if you love what you're doing, 
it's always it's not a, it's a labour it's not a it's not a chore it's a labour of love. So when you come home and uh, for a, from a long day cooking in a commercial kitchen and you do cook for your family at home, that's <laughs> a, is that a bit like your like your your, your therapy? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes it's a, sometimes sometimes it's a, it's a labour. <laughs> well, there you go. Particularly when they send you know, it back, you know that gets a bit yeah. embarrassing. Well, they do. My kids, I've got, I've got three kids. I've got three kids, eleven, nine, and five, and uh, the two girls and the five-year-old and the eleven-year-old are pretty good, but they're, they're quite fussy. So <laughs> you know, they won't they won't eat reheated pasta. Yeah, they have the pasta freshly cooked, and they're very, they're very they have a yeah they're quite fussy like I was. So <laughs> I can't really get I can't really get um and cross at them when they when uh <laughs> when they say certain things and they give when they give feedback because I was I was exactly like that you know. <laughs> My son, my son, kind of food touching on his plate. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, Just, you know. Don't feel bad. We um, recently spoke to uh, Shane Delia, and he was saying with his kids, um, no matter what he uh, serves up them, they turn around and they say, "Oh no, I want chicken nuggets, Dad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah correct. Well, my son, yeah, correct. Just wants um, hot dogs and uh, cotoletta and bolognese. So, uh, yeah. but, but you know, they, they learn how to eat their meat, medium rare, and they're quite, they're quite good. Yeah. But they just have they just, they just eat about five to five five hot meals a day, especially now in lockdown. Oh, so yeah. it's, just, it's just another restaurant at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Spe- speaking of uh, lockdown, Adam, I mean, you've had you've got two award winning restaurants here in uh, Melbourne, and look, lockdown's bitten us all terribly hard. What uh, what's the impact been for you from a business side of things? Well, it has been difficult, but we also pivoted back in March last year in the first lockdown. Where we've been able to um, transform all the food that we do at Coda and Tonka into like like take home food, where it's all like um, you know all cooked and ready to go, just drop it into some simmering water. It's all vacuum sealed, and we've now sold through about thirty um, retail outlets, which we have been doing since then. So we created another business, which was going since then. Mm. And um, even when we operate, opened up and um, opened the restaurant, so now we're still doing that. And uh, we're doing some. De- we do deliver. We do deliveries as well. To um, during during the week. So we're being able to keep our head above water. Uh, mm. But I also uh, during during lockdown last year came up with the idea to do a gelati shop. Mm. So I opened that in uh, April last April this year yep. um, in Ivanhoe called Boca Gelato. Um, so just doing diversifying yeah. and also also consulting on the W Hotel and the culinary director. The W Melbourne, which opened up in February as well, so just kind of uh, diversifying and just doing things where you know wherever I can. Now, there's a couple of questions we like to ask people to come on the program. <laughs> uh, are you a coffee drinker? Yes, I am. I just I am actually having my <laughs> having my first coffee right now. Time I have my two lo- I have my two Lavazza coffees. Mm. <laughs> boom boom. Yeah, <laughs> <In the morning. laughs> so that gets you through the day. Is that you? Do you need a, yeah. a caffeine hit? Yeah, well, I, I always say I always, I always have two coffees first thing in the morning when getting cooking breakfast for the kids and stuff, and then after that, I'm, I'm done for the day. So yeah. I like to enjoy them, like to enjoy them, and uh, at, at home in my pajamas, <laughs> feeding the kids breakfast. <laughs> Nothing better. And um, we talked about we've talked so far about savoury food. What about sweet stuff? We talked about your gelati shop. Um, do you have a sweet tooth yourself? I've kind of got more of a savoury tooth, mm. to tell you the truth. Like I do, I do like some sweet stuff, but. When I do, I, I'll, I'll like indulge. But other than that, I'm a bit more savoury. Mm. I like I like just my, my cheese, or I like my salami. I kind of like would pick on things like that rather than uh, pick on chocolate. But I, I do say I do uh, I do have a few few mouthfuls of gelati 
every day now that I've got one, and my kids think it's fantastic. They think I'm Willy Wonka. My youngest had pretty much had Zilati for two months in a row and had, had to kind of like wean her off it for a bit. So. I can imagine. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's, <laughs> I love it. There's worse things that could happen to, in your life. <laughs> hey, hey, Adam, I want to ask you, I mean, with this television program, India Unplanted, what, what are one of the, for you, the, or the great myth that people have about Indian cooking? Is, is it that it's really hot and all that? Yeah, people think Indian, Indian food is um, very spicy with lots of chilli, yep. where that's a bit of a myth because, A, you can just, if you're doing it for your family and your people that don't like chilli, just, you just take the chilli out. You know, the, the, the chili is there as, a, as another spice. And the myth is also that Indian cooking is quite complicated. It actually isn't. I think it's, you, just, you just need your set amount of spices, you know, standard standard that you normally have and in your repertoire, like in your pantry. And it's just, a, it's just a, um, a ratio of those. And also there's certain techniques, just like in Italian cooking or French cooking, there's some base, base things that you do. And then, you know, the world's your oyster. And I always say to people with, if you want to start off with Indian cooking, get get your base spices, but also practice. Keep on practicing the same curry over and over again, and then from there you can just keep on branching out onto adding adding layers to it. There's so many different techniques, also. So, yeah, it's a bit of it's a bit of a labour of love in the sense that it takes a bit of time, but the end result's always very rewarding yeah. and always tasty. It's never, I've never had a dull dull Indian dish. You know, there's so many spices, there's so much going on. You know, always ginger, garlic, you know, chili. So, yeah, it's always tasty. What are some of the dishes you're going to be taking us through on uh, India Unplated? You've got quite a, uh, a repertoire there. I do. I do. I do a beautiful chicken biryani, which is a fantastic one-pot wonder. Mm-hmm. A lot of my dishes on the show, I, I call them, we'll joke in behind the scenes or when the camera's off saying they're, they're one-pot wonders because um, that's how I like to cook yeah. at home if, I, if I'm washing the dishes myself. <laughs> uh, but also because, you know, you get, I just like to do something quick and easy. <laughs> so you throw it all, throw it all in, and, and cook it away. So I do a beautiful chicken biryani. I do a, I do a vegetarian risotto. So I'm going to kind of blend my Italian and Indian heritage, where I'm using um, an arborio rice and some dal, which is like lentil, and make a make a make a risotto style like that, mm-hmm. which is um, great for vegetarian, but also just a version of it. And I also do some beautiful pakoras, mm. which are a little fried fritter. Yeah. And they are they are great any time of the of the day or or week, and nice and spicy. And it gets I guess a bit unorthodox as well with some of the ingredients I put in. I did a corn one, so I do all the little 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 things that everyone can take away from the show. So not too complicated, but very tasty. Yeah, and, and Indian cuisine really lends itself to the vegeta- vegetarian style um, yeah. way of eating, doesn't it? Yeah, so there's quite a few veg- there's quite a few vegetarian dishes that um Ali does, even Sandeep does. And I do because obviously you know there's a very very big vegetarian community throughout India. Um, so we, but I've we've, I've thrown in some we're throwing some other things of using um, Australian produce. But yeah, vegetarian is quite renowned, and it's amazing how you add so much flavour to it with the different spices that actually makes vegetables sing. And I think yeah. it can convert a lot of those you know carnivores out there to uh, maybe just eat some. Do some vegetarian meals. Yeah, uh, the, the other, uh, I guess, misconception that I've always had about Indian food is that it's a heavy meal. It's not. It's not these days, is it? No. Well, uh, there's you know there's some th- well there's some things that I don't really tend to do, but I know that um Hallie and Sandy do. I don't really tend to use much ghee in my cooking. Mm. I use lots of olive oil, and so. But I think it also now it's like where where I've transformed 
um, I guess my interpretation of Indian cuisine is it's really just kind of keeping it light and fresh and fragrant. Yep. Um, just because of what's available, but I like to use lots of herbs, you know, lots of lots of acid as well in it, and keep the spices there singing as well. So you just got to, you know, with the curries, I try and we use olive oil. That's what my mum grew up using um, when when she was making curries. So, but other people like ghee and ghee. Nothing wrong with ghee as well. Mm. So they're all good. <laughs> yeah. Hey Adam, do you sometimes come home and uh, does this happen with, with chefs on a on a regular basis? You come home and you think I've been cooking complicated things all day. I just want something really simple. I just want a shortcut yeah. to go to. Do you have Do you have a quick fix or a guilty pleasure? Uh, I, that you- I do. I do. I've got a lot of. I mean, I've got a lot of shortcuts. I do. I mean, a spaghetti, a spaghetti aglio olio, which is just like spaghetti, chili, garlic, and parsley, mm. um, and olive oil is my is my cheat. But then also simple, simple um, dishes for the kids and for the families. Come home and do a salad, and I do some broccolini with some ginger and garlic and oyster sauce, mm. and then you know, fish some nice steaks. Um, and as my wife says, you know, if you ask my wife what's, what's her favourite restaurant, and she'd always say home because. She gets restaurant standard food at uh, at home. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So, hey, Adam, question without notice. I'm not sure we told you this one. Uh, and I know you've got some chaos going on in the background there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> no. Uh, if you were having a dinner party at your place, who would you invite? Who's who's the dream dinner party guests that you would do at Conjurer? Oh, definitely, definitely, both, definitely both of you. Oh, <laughs> you <see? laughs> we'd, we'd invite ourselves, given uh, what, yeah. you, what you'd be serving up. <laughs> My dream party, oh, I always get – I mean, there's always people that you haven't met, you know, like I'd say, you know, you could say like there would be Tiger Woods or there'd be – you know, who else do I like? I like Robert De Niro. You know, you get, I guess you get famous people. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, family and friends. They're kind of like, mm. you know, and happened, you happen to uh, know someone. But, you know, there's always – sometimes I think it's better sometimes not, not, not to meet your idols. But, yeah. uh, but uh, look, I think there will be – yeah, I've always kind of like changed who I would really want to have a dinner party. But I think, you know, I have multiple dinner parties, I think, because uh, yeah. they'll all be quite quite – Quite interesting, and then I'll be cooking different things. So I'll just be cooking a spaghetti aloo olio, really something oh. simple. That's my that's my go-to dish. Or gnocchi, a bowl of gnocchi. Am I? Uh, am I kind of uh, death row, death row, death row dishes? Ah, <laughs> oh, sounds perfect to us. We'll, we'll be there with bells on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam, usually just to finish up, we always ask um, our guests, um, "Do you have a, a particular cooking or kitchen tip to share?" Yeah, I do. Well, one thing I do always have in my kitchen, I have. An olive oil, I've got a good soy sauce, which is a healthy boy soy, a light soy. I've got a, a balsamic vinegar. I've got a red wine vinegar. And I have always have, always have two types of salt, a flat mm. sea salt flakes that I use to season like my meats and fish. And then I have more of the cheap and nasty that I use to boil my pasta, water, and um, and vegetables. So I've always got that on hand and also a vegetable oil also. So I've got that in my little, in my little tray next to my stove. And that way I can um, make anything taste good. And always got garlic. Lemon and chili in the fridge, also. Yeah, very so. good. Very good. <laughs> that works. Hey, listen, they're my, they're, they're my staples. Good luck with India. Unplated uh, debuting on SBS Food on the uh, the twenty third of September. We look forward to watching it, and we thank you so much for your time on Food Bites. Really appreciate it, Adam. Uh, continue. No, thank you. Good health and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au
There you go. Uh, check that show out on uh, SBS Food and, of course, on demand as, uh, as everything is these days. Aww. Thursday, 23rd, it makes its uh, debut at 8pm with uh, with Adam and the uh, the other two co-hosts, and it, it looks it'll be a really good show. Very friendly bloke, and, uh, gee, how lucky Lovely are his dog. kids in uh, lockdown, having his dad that, uh, that makes beautiful fresh pasta yes. and just uh, enjoys doing that side of it. Yum. Now... Friday food oh, <laughs> thought it was high time we did asparagus because just the other day, Kevin and I were having a conversation about it. It's very polarising in this house because Kevin hates asparagus. For the reason being, Kevin, do you want to explain why or should no, we just launch straight no, into it? I will let a previous guest of this program, a previous special <laughs> guest of recent weeks on this program, uh, basically uh, channel my very thoughts with the message that he sent us on Instagram, smelly we no can do. Thanks, Higo. <laughs> oh, That's yes. A, I, love, I love brevity and I love getting straight, straight to, the, to point, the point. And I don't like asparagus and that is the exact reason oh, why. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Okay. Asparagus. We'll keep going. Michelle mm. says yay, as long as it's not overcooked. True. Sue says nay. Silvana, yes for me. Stephen, yes. Terry Daniel, a little bit maybe. Glenn says I'll say yay, Pat, but I'm not fast. Yep. Sue Landry says yes, please, yum. Cheryl says, love asparagus. Kim Nicholas says, yay. Devon? Yeah, her brother. Says, yay. Hey, there you go. Daniel Burke says, in the top three, for sure. Leonie says, yay. Anne Lee, yes, definitely, I love it. Muriel Cooper says, yay. <laughs> Joe Camerano says, mm, come on, Joe. Um, <laughs> come on, spit it out, Joe. He says, yay. My uncle has an asparagus farm, so we have to eat tons of it when it's in season. Asparagus frittata, asparagus with pasta, pickled asparagus, oh. you name it. But the elephant in the room is the wee issue. <laughs> the elephant in the room anymore. No, it's not. Tim Mitchell says yay. Lena Mercedes, a big yay. Uh, Rachel, oh, and uh, to Lena, uh, get better yeah, soon. Get She's better in hospital, soon. unfortunately, with a busted, busted up leg. leg. Uh, Rachel says better if it's smothered in hollandaise oh, sauce. Yes, indeed. Lovely breakfast dish. Lisa, dipped in a soft-boiled egg. Also excellent. Yum. Now, Darren Purchase, who's a very, very talented uh, man in his own Darren right Purchase, as, a, as yep. a chef um, and uh, and knows what's going on, says 100% yum. Do not blanch. Ah. Cook in a pan or a barbecue. Because generally you're given the advice, you know, blanch your asparagus. He's saying, no, don't do no, that. Okay, no, take no, heed no. of Darren Purchase. He knows. Yes, he does. stuff. Stuart Sutherland says, absolutely, especially on the barbie. Rosie Walton says, absolutely, yay, especially grilled oh, with prosciutto. Prosciutto, prosciutto wrapped around the spears. Uh. Graham says, I love asparagus. The only downs. <laughs> Why do I get to read these ones? The only downside is the smelly way afterwards. I don't know that that's true. Oh, it is so. Oh, how do you know if you don't eat it? Because the last time I did, I did. Uh, Kate Stephen says, overwhelmingly yay, which brings us to Wayne. <laughs> oh, no. Should I strap myself uh, in? Ah, yes, you should. Buckle oh. up. Buckle up, kids, because here we go. Wayne says... There are two types of people in the world, those who like asparagus and those who are wrong. (laughs) When done right, asparagus is an amazing, wonderful spear of culinary deliciousness that has the added benefit of being Mm, good for you. It's full of vitamin K, antioxidants, folate, and all sorts of other things that can help prevent illness, regulate digestion, and even prevent Mm. cancer. Some even claim it's an aphrodisiac, but that might be more as a result of getting on the piss and looking at its shape. (laughs) It seems quite a few people don't like it, however. I'm guessing that is due to being overcooked 
or tinder asparagus yeah. as a child. Yeah. What a vile... I like tinned asparagus in a toasted sanger. Well, tinned asparagus, according to Wayne, is a flaccid grey phallus of <laughs> oh, disappointment. <hell. laughs> it's a vile and hateful thing that is like chomping down on slime and was a staple on salad day dinner tables in the 70s. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't like it. I hated asparagus, writes Wayne, for years due to being forced to consume this tinned filth as a child, but I've now <laughs> seen the light. Plus, it makes your pee smell funny, and in this lockdown world, that can be the highlight of your day. <laughs> isn't that sad? <laughs> isn't that really sad? Sad but true. It's, I was about to say, it is sad but true. Um, I want to visit the town. <laughs> this is why one of Wayne's bucket list uh, things is he wants to visit the town of Bee Litz. Yeah. They have an asparagus festival with a parade and an <laughs> asparagus queen. Yeah. Plus, the growing of their white asparagus would look hilarious after a few steins, and there is a photo on the yes. Facebook page. <laughs> and it is hilarious, I have to say. Yes, in a phallic sort in of a, way. In a, yeah, in a, in a totally 13-year-old schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> Which all of you are. In a, in a Brian Mannix kind Thank of you, way. Thank you, Wayne. Yes, good on you, Wayne. Very good. Uh, overwhelming, yes. Yeah. People, uh, yeah, the majority of people love asparagus. I'm not a fan. I'm actually... Forget the 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 pee thing. The, the mm. fact that it does make it uh, changes the colour of it and makes it for me smell t- yeah. weird. I don't actually like it. I don't actually like the taste of it. I like the fresh variety and the canned variety I also like because I have a wonderful memory of when I was uh, doing a um, a work placement in Albury in New South Wales and I was staying at a little uh, motel there and Mm. I arrived home too late to, um, for the you know, the restaurant was closed but the lady at reception said, what about if I knock you together some nice toasted sandwiches, love, and I'll just bring them to your room. I said, oh, that would be nice. So she brought me a plate of toasted tinned asparagus and cheese sandwiches, like on, on White toasted bread. Oh. It was the best thing I've ever eaten. No, you, it really was. No, I loved you it. Mu- you must have been ravenous then. You must have been. No, it was you delicious. You must have been ready to eat. It was the delicious. Table. No, I was watching the telly in my room and I had a plate of um, toasted asparagus sandwiches. I <laughs> loved them. Jesus, you've come a long way from then. Thank goodness. Oh, I've moved up in the world. <laughs> goodness me. Yeah. White bread, tinned asparagus, and I do it all again. And cheese. Yep. Wow. Craft Singles Cheese. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> but wasn't that nice of her to go to the trouble of whipping me up some toasties? Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> what a gesture. And what time did the ambulance arrive? <laughs> to pump your stomach I exactly. didn't rock up for work. Don't minutes, worry about so. those Craft Singles. You can make your own. Yeah. Cheeselinks.com.au. Give Janet a call, 52821984. Cheeselinks.com.au. Uh, thanks to Adam De Silva for yeah, joining us. Don't you. forget that terrific Unplated India TV show that starts very soon on SBS. Yep. We thank you for his, for his time. Thank you very much. Oh, Kevin, it's a pleasure as always. Uh, and we'll now move off into a no asparagus zone near you. <laughs> Have fun. You wish. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. All you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au.